Back in January of 2013, I was still a seminarian. I was in seminary in St. Louis, and I received word that my grandma didn't have long to live. It wasn't a complete shock. She'd been in hospice for a little bit, but still, it's not something that is ever easy to hear. Once I got off the phone, I immediately set about making arrangements to get back to Kansas City. I told the seminary rector, essentially the priest in charge of the seminary, Um, that my grandma was dying and I needed to go, and he gave me his blessing, if you will, to return home. I emailed professors, packed up, and that evening I returned to Kansas City with my brother and cousin, both of whom were living in St. Louis at the time. This is a pretty typical response we have when uh, we hear that a loved one is critically ill. I'm, I'm sure many of us have similar stories of being told the loved one was dying and then running around making arrangements to get home to be with our loved one. Simply what people do when someone they love is dying. But let's contrast this common reaction to a loved one's serious illness with how Jesus acts in our gospel today. When one of his close friends, Lazarus, all right, who... Uh, his sisters, Mary and Martha, identify as the one that Jesus loves. Um, and in verse 5, we are told explicitly, Now Jesus loved Mary, excuse me, loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So Jesus cares deeply for these friends of his, yet immediately after we are told that he loves them, we, are, we read, So when Jesus, when he, Jesus, heard that Lazarus was ill, Jesus remained for two days in the place where he was. I mean, that's completely counterintuitive, right? I mean, if Jesus loved Lazarus, wouldn't he drop everything and make arrangements to get there as soon as he could to Bethany, to get to Bethany as soon as he could? Well, according to human wisdom, yes. But let's let's recap a few details which happen after this and might shed some light on the counterintuitive response of Christ. First, when Jesus arrives, Lazarus has already died, and he's been in the tomb for four days. Then he has a conversation with, Mar- with Martha where she says to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. After a bit, Mary too comes to see Jesus, and when she does, she says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And Jesus, overcome with grief, he weeps. We get the shortest verse in all of sacred scripture. And Jesus wept. And that's when some people utter this, saying, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have died? Okay. Martha, Mary, and indeed many others, they all make the same mistake. And their mistake is this. They assume that if Jesus really loved Lazarus, he wouldn't have let him suffer and die. If he really loved Lazarus, he would have prevented his sickness, or he would have cured him and prevented his death. This is really important to grasp. Martha, Mary, and the others, they don't fully understand what Jesus' purposes are in this Miracle. They don't understand how Jesus can both love Lazarus and yet yet allow him to remain in his suffering, to remain in his sickness, and even to die. 
What they don't get is that Jesus permitted the suffering and death of Lazarus for a reason, to bring about a greater good, to glorify God, and work one of the most magnificent miracles. Lazarus dead and in the tomb for four days, and Christ still raises him from the dead. Christ simply says, Lazarus, come out. And a man who's been dead and buried for four days comes out and walks. Now, this doesn't mean that Jesus is aloof or uncaring in regards to the pain of Lazarus and his sisters and his friends. No, I mean, Jesus wept. He mourns Lazarus. And he shows us that we ought to mourn over suffering and death in this world. Because suffering and death aren't good. However, he allows it to take place because he's going to bring a greater good out of it. St. Peter Chrysologus, a Catholic bishop in Italy during the early to mid-5th century, he said the reason Jesus allowed Lazarus to suffer and die is because, for Christ, it, is, it was more important to conquer death than to cure disease. He showed his love for his friend not by healing him, but by calling him back from the grave. Instead of a remedy for his illness, he offered him the glory of rising from the dead. You know, I think this is a providential gospel for us to meditate on in these days as we are in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. You know, to one degree or another, this pandemic has brought suffering into our lives. For many of us, uh, the suffering may be simple annoyance at the inconvenience of the stay-at-home order. Others maybe are more terrified or anxious about this pandemic. Then there are those who have actually contracted coronavirus and are fighting it, or fighting the loneliness and isolation of, of quarantine. Or there are those who are watching a loved one struggle with it. Really, wherever we are, in regards to this pandemic, this gospel ought to encourage us, for it tells us that God allows us to suffer only because he loves us. He allows us to suffer because he can bring a greater good out of it. The point is not that suffering is good. It's not. Suffering is evil. That's why Jesus wept. The point is that we ought to have confidence that God is good, and that he loves us, and that the only reason he allows us to suffer, to endure hardship or pain, is because he wants us to become the saints he created us to be, and suffering is the best crucible for us to be formed in, for us to be formed and molded into those saints. Our gospel today, it also ought to give us supreme confidence, because it tells us that yes, in this life we will have suffering. In this life, we will face death in the grave. But we do not need to be afraid. Why? Jesus Christ has power even over death, even over the grave. Jesus rose, uh, raised Lazarus from the dead after he'd been in the tomb for four days. And in two weeks, we will celebrate Christ's resurrection from the dead on Easter Sunday. Oh, death, where is your sting? As St. Paul once wrote. We are destined to share in Christ's resurrection. Yes, we will die. But we don't need to be afraid because on the last day at the end of the time at the end of time, the Lord will open our graves and have us rise from them.
So in this time of difficulty and hardship, in this time where suffering uh, may be more acute, let us remember the message of this gospel. God loves us, and so he permits us to share in the mystery of Christ's cross only so that we might share in the triumphant victory of his resurrection.